Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Justice is 
society. Eh, it just, just it, it didn't hit. It didn't hit with me. It wasn't bad, but it, eh. it like if you know the Black Adam mythology, the story, and the comic book history, the, he he took it and didn't really respect any of that kind of the origin story of Black Adam. He just did his own thing. He just used that character, that name, and made his own movie. So, uh, but he's getting it started, bro. You, you got to get. He's getting it started. Like this is this is okay. I hate to kind of do this like this, but this is like Raekwon yep. purple tape. You know, after after the purple tape, <laughs> then live from New York and all of that come out. You, you feel me? This is what I'm trying to tell you. Like you got to let it grow, marinate, or like Ghostface when Ghostface put out, you know, Iron Man, and he came out with Supreme Clientele. That was when we graduated high school, went to college. You know, like stuff does get better, mm-hmm. man. You just gotta. Let stuff flow, man. Come on, we we you grew, you grew, you gotta grow. Like you ain't gonna go off of old yeah. Barry, you gotta go off a of new Barry. You see what I'm saying? But then the, the problem is like Black Adam isn't gonna, it's not coming back. You know, it's getting to get, it's basically getting canceled. They're gonna reboot the basically the, the whole DC and that Adam, that Black Adam just isn't coming back. It's, it's, is, it's it, is it him? Is it is it The Rock? Is it because I know The Rock said he didn't want to do the role. Is it him or the whole thing? of Black Adam is not doing it. Uh, the whole thing. I and I. It's not oh, his man. fault. I think it's you know he tried to make a power play for DC after this movie. It kind of failed. DC hired James Gunn to to run DC, and he's basically doing a soft reboot. And Black Adam is not in the cards. Neither is Henry Cavill as Superman, uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. It's just—it's a mess. It's really a mess because James Gunn is a good director. Yeah, he's a good director. But then, all right, he's keeping Flash. He's probably keeping Aquaman. Maybe keeping Shazam, which I don't think he should do because that movie bombed. Um, but he's keeping his wife from, um, you know, from the Suicide Squad. Uh, universe, but then he's rebooting everything else. It just doesn't make any sense. It's, it's a mess right now. It really is a mess. Um, I, hate, I hate going down this rabbit hole, but... <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we'll talk about this. Me and you, we'll talk about this. You you just you just okay. save your little whiskers on this one. We'll, we'll get to that. Don't you worry. Just Absolutely. You Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't wait. I can't wait. So, um, I, I do have a call in queue. I'm going to bring him in from the 971 phone number. Which name were you calling from? Yo, what's up? This is David in Stanford, Connecticut. I'm so happy to call to talk about this subject because, I mean, <laughs> generally, I, generally I love to listen to you experts weigh in on all the sports, but you guys just talked about Black Adam, which is a, a movie that I worked the red carpet of the premiere for, right, oh. with all the stars. So it's kind of fun <laughs> that you guys are just talking about that because I was, I was there on the on the red carpet when, you know, everyone, you know, including DJ, you know, walked and, and Aldis and everybody and, and everyone's really, you know, really nice on that on that cast. And mm-hmm. so I feel really bad saying this, but the movie was not good. I mean it was not good. Like and what was I'm sorry, Ty. Don't get mad at me, but it was not good. Like, and and I'm a terrible movie critic in the sense of I like most movies. Like, I really, I'm 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 a I'm one that really generally likes most movies. And this movie was, there was just, uh, it, it, I was like, oh man, it, I wanted so much more for it. I feel like it didn't deliver. 
and 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 to to kind of touch up on more what what the villain was saying before, he 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 started on you know saying exactly the truth where the rock now DJ is like all about oh well he need, his demands are growing apparently he's like he's like well I need this and I need that and this and and that's a whole power play Hollywood thing because he's this big Hollywood star I get it. But your movie didn't do that. You know what I mean? So it's like you're trying to make this power play into the into the DC universe. But when, when Black Adam didn't do that, you can't you're not gonna pull it off. You know what I'm saying? It's it's sad. Mm-hmm. But but uh oh but and I'll let you guys talk, but but to finish on, on this subject, it is just it is just sacrilege that they're taking Henry Cavill out of the Superman world, though. I mean, that dude is probably the best Superman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love him as Superman. I think Man of Steel is misunderstood. I kind of respect um, Batman v Superman a little bit more. Um, But, yeah, it's it's a mess. And and The Rock would have got his way if the movie really did well, but it didn't do well at the box office. It's not, like I said, it's not a bad movie. It's just didn't hit like for me it just didn't hit and there were some good things about it um i thought you know the way they handled um like you know the rock son in the movie i don't spoiler alert i don't really care but at this point uh the real black adam and all that yeah, stuff was cool the, yeah at this point it's spoiler. but i mean it just didn't it just it, it's not it's not bad it just didn't hit for me it's not but we can talk about that Listen, I want to get into. Yeah, right, right. Well, this is, this is, this is, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, right? First off, okay. he said he's yep. a poor critic, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking any information from a poor critic that's admitting that they're a poor <laughs> critic. I think I'm not buying that. Second, you guys are saying that this did bad in the box office. It did 393 in the box office. That's all right for him right here. Like at least 393, 393 million. That's that's all right. I'm, I don't know what you're crying about. And that that came out October twenty first. I'm not buying what you two are selling. Uh, at the end of the well, day, the problem. Is, oh, I'm sorry, oh, hold on, hold on. God, 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 I'm bulleting. I'm bulleting. I'm, I'm bulleting. At the end of the day, this is part one of this. But I, just like you said, they may be canning it. Okay, it's cool. And two, I get where Heidi's coming from, saying that okay, basically, Rock is making demands and this, that, and the third, and he's a Hollywood star. This dude has been in front of lights since the '90s. Like he, he's gonna, he's been doing it for damn near 30 years. WWE and they got controversy going on right now with UFC buying them. That's controversial to get into too. Like there's a lot swirling around this man. Let alone they want this dude to run for president. Even though I know he he, he probably wouldn't or shouldn't, but still, there's a lot swirling around. <laughs> yeah, this guy. I, I, just because, but just because you've had some success doesn't mean everything you touch is going to turn to gold. And that's what, I feel like that's mm-hmm. what a lot of people run, run wrong in, in show business. It's like, it's like, okay, you could have a, something that doesn't blow up and you could kind of reset and look for the next thing. You don't have to try mm-hmm. to force it. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, the problem is, so TP, you're right. It did make over $350 million at the box office, but they dumped so much money into the marketing it, it 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 didn't make money. They it didn't turn a profit. So that's why he when he was making the power play to run DC Comics the DCEU, and it didn't make money after all the marketing and all that kind of stuff. The big red carpet that DH did the the um the video for that was a lot of money, 
that they poured a lot of money into that production. DH, you were there, so you could see it. For Yo, yourself. it was in Times Square. It was in Times Square. It was like this huge yeah. thing. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that, and they, it just didn't turn the profit. So when when he tried to take over DC and it didn't make a profit, that's when it kind of it blew up in his face. And then the whole Shazam thing that's going on right now, it's a, it's a unfortunate because it, and I don't want to get way down the weeds on this, but to blame the block. I'm trying to move. I'm trying to move. I know, I know, but it's like, it, it, yeah, I know, I, I know. I'm talking to a, a, we'll talk. a notorious camera guy that's a bad critic and, and a villain. What do you want <laughs> me to do? I, you guys, I got two of the black guys. I got two of the big guys right now. I know, I know. All right, so let's talk. All right, let's talk. We're switching gears. Love you guys. So, listen, we all watched um the, the Final Four together. Uh, we watched uh, the, uh, the Huskies. So um, the UConn Huskies obviously won the national championship Monday night. Um, in in uh, it was, got tight late, but UConn pulled away. And uh, typical as their whole tournament, they they averaged winning uh, games by twenty points. Um, just a dominating performance from start to finish. So the UConn men's uh, hanging up their fifth banner, uh, their fifth since. Uh, 1999, when they won their first championship under Jim Calhoun, uh, the first for Dan Hurley as the head coach who came in uh, from Rhode Island uh, and turned this program around. Um, so much to talk about there. But TP, and, and DH, you can answer too after TP. Um, just talk to me about the UConn win, how impressive they were. And, and, and a lot of people are asking if they are a blue blood. I mean, I don't think there's any question about that, but I'd love to get your take on, on UConn, the program. Um, this is a tremendous run. I, I have, I can't really recall a, a team running through the tournament, beating everybody by double digits and almost every game they won was by, 20 except the last two. I think the last two both were 13 point wins, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 16 for the last. Miami, they won, they, they won by 13. Yeah. They, beat, they didn't yeah. beat Miami yeah. by 20. They beat yeah. they beat them by 13. They beat San Diego State by 13, too, if I'm not mistaken. But still, yeah, um, great run by UConn. And um, the atmosphere out here has been incredible. The crazy part about this is, is watching how – talking heads in the media don't want to respect Connecticut. And I'm going to call the person out because um, when he was doing his thing in college basketball, I didn't like him, but he was awesome of a player. And um unfortunate situation happened to him and it, it ended his career. But watching him talk like junk about Connecticut about a day ago, I was stunned. And this is Jason Williams, a.k.a. Jay Williams, the former point guard of Duke. He did not want to give Connecticut credit saying that this was not a dominant run. It's like, wait, they beat wow. everybody by average by 20. And he was like, well, they're not up there on my book. I don't think there's a dominant. There's only five teams that had this type of run that people have averaged over 18 points. And UConn is one of the top four. So it's like, mm-hmm. what what would you consider dominant? Because what, Duke won when you won one time or went when you were there one time? Like, what what, what are you measuring this by? And um. He was like, yes, of course they're a blue blood school. And and I'm looking at it like, yeah, they're a blue blood school, but there's been a gap of them making it happen from the last time Kimber and Shabazz put it together to now. But mm-hmm. still yet, they've been able to put together five in a 24-year run, a 24-year run. So yep. it's, it's incredible the way that they've been able to get the turnaround, survive the storm, and watch people go throughout 
the country. But the one thing that's stunning about Connecticut is there's no senior there. So this can come right back there if none of them leave and they stay packed to the, I guess, the script, if I will. Like, there's nobody saying, get me the ball right now. Get, hurry up, hurry up. Get out the way. Clear out. They don't have none of that. They stay to the plan and made it work. And that's how that's how true basketball is supposed to be played. And we, we grew up in an era where if somebody going crazy, give the hot hand the ball. But somebody's going to get hot and – it's tough to stop three people that could shoot and two bigs that could dominate the rim. Like, and that's what Connecticut was doing. They had people that could come in and, and make it happen right now. And um, I applaud that. I applaud what Connecticut was able to do. But the national credit that they're getting, at least with Jason Williams, Jason Williams got me kind of bothered. And it just pulled the Duke out of him to me. And it was like, that's why I don't like Duke, because he didn't want to give Connecticut the measure up over Coach K. And he was Coach K is the greatest. Designer. I get it. Coach K is up there. Great between him, Dean Smith, John Wooden, but it was like, okay, like let them have their time. You still trying to hang on to Duke to put them in front of them? Like, no, Connecticut beat y'all in '99. Like, I cut yeah. it out. So it's just funny the way that people act, and you get that mixed review across the board because they don't expect a little state like Connecticut to produce so much talent. And then you start thinking of the names that have come out of Connecticut already compared to the names that they have there now. And I at least feel like three of those players that are on that roster right now can make the league right now. So they better pay attention to what um, Danny Hurley's up to because I, I think he's up to something big. And if he gets more recruits to start coming out of Connecticut, this could be disgusting and worse than the entire state of North Carolina. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm going to talk about those recruits. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't. I kind of caught Jay, Will, Jay Williams um, – I guess you could say hateful kind of response to it, but it's typical, right? Duke, you know, listen, Coach K has five chips, so does UConn. You know what I mean? Like, put some respect on UConn's name. You, you can, you can. Anybody that tries to say this is not a dominant run, it's just a hater. It's just a hater, right? TP, at the end of the day, DH, go ahead, brother. No, no, I was just saying you. You said it. They, they hate us, Ty. You you hit it. They have we beat them. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Duke Duke hates us. We beat them. You know what I mean? Like they we spoiled their party before. So so they you know if it wasn't for us, they'd be far and away better than a lot of people. And instead, they're just kind of scrapping and clawing with everybody else. And it's like they know that, so they they hate us. Just like a lot of other people, but but I'm going to just go ahead and state the obvious, that when it comes to Connecticut, you're talking about the most successful college basketball program in the world. I'm talking about men and women. When you look mm-hmm. at both sides, you're, you're not, you're, no one's close, no one's close. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, when, because obviously the women run away with it, right? And then mm-hmm. for 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 when you look at the other uh, the other side, the women's side, and you look at the other women's schools that have had success, the men's teams that coincide with those teams don't have anywhere near the success that UConn does in the men's side. Mm-hmm. So UConn NCAA basketball is top is tops. So when they want to talk about blue blood, this and that, they can say, oh, you know what? All y'all are behind us at this point because I'm sick of people. Look, and I'm a feminist at the end of the day. I'm a girl dad. I'm sick of people (laughs) 
who make double standards because we should talk about this subject too because I want to hear what you guys have to say. Like I want to oh, talk yeah, about that, the that, women's that, final four. Save that, save that, save that, save that. Oh, man, save it, because I, I want to hear what you guys want to talk, because I, yo, I, we didn't even really talk about it when I saw you guys the other night, but, yo, I'm, I'm like, getting, I'm getting heated with people, like, like, so angry about why, why this chick, Angel Reese, even has to defend herself. Yo, yep. she, save yo, that, though, save that dish, save that dish. Go get out of the park. You gotta mute him. You gotta mute him. He's going crazy. You gotta mute him. He's going crazy. He's going crazy. No, but I can't wait to get there. I can't wait to get there either. But um, watch what you say, Dave, because um, North Carolina's up there. They leave the Tar Heels. They won in '82. They won in '82 up against Georgetown, and then they won in '93 up against the Fab Five. That's two. Then they got four. Yeah, after that. And that they, 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 wait, wait, and I, I think they got a couple, at least with um, Marion Jones, if I'm not mistaken, they got one. I think Ivory Lotta might have brought a couple down there. They can't compete with Geno, no doubt. But I'm just saying, as yeah. in the men's side of the ball, like North Carolina men, are, they, they got one more than UConn, too. So at least that men's side. I think, but yeah, I think combined, 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 the second. I feel you. Right, but combi- combined, uh, yeah. UConn got right. it, like lot. It's, it's bad. Yeah, TP's right. I mean, you look at UConn women, they got 11 championships. UConn men has five, so that's 16 combined. I mean, I don't know. I mean, only UCLA can can boast as many, uh, but not combined. So um, UCLA right. has it's 11. Only with John I, don't think, I don't think the girls ever won one UCLA girl. Right, I don't, I don't think so. Won. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. So it's impressive. But, I mean, I want to ask one question, then I want to jump over to the women's side. So, um, you know, it, it's a couple of things I read that, you know, this is one of the lowest uh, championship or rated championship games uh, as far as viewers. It got under 15 million, but um, it was the highest, I think it was like the highest um, rated uh, college game um, since last year. So it, it's, a, it's, it's weird because there's no blue bloods, but UConn to me is a blue blood. Um, I have UConn as, if from a men's perspective, um, I have them in the top five all time. I, I don't see them past UCLA, Duke, North Carolina, and probably Kentucky. Um, but you got to put respect on them. It's five championships are five championships. Like TP said, they hadn't won since uh, 2014. It had some lean years before that, uh, after that. But five chips in 24 years, uh, there's no program that could say that. So I have them as, as a UConn. To your point, TP, they, I think Sonogo is going to leave. I think he should leave. I think he's ready to make that next step. You said it to me that um, his game translates to the pros. I absolutely agree with you. Um, but other than that, I think Andre Andre Jackson uh, Jr. said he's coming back. I think Hawkins would benefit from another year in college, but I wouldn't be surprised if he jumped a la Jeremy Lamb. So we'll see what happens there. But after that, you're talking about a really young team that has some depth. Newton's a senior but they have a freshman point guard coming in that's a McDonald's All-American. They have three uh, top 100 players coming into the program. You're right, TP. UConn's reloading. They're coming. TP, do you, UConn is favored, I think, 12-1 to 1, early, very early to be the next national champion next year. Do you like UConn's chances to repeat? I uh I I didn't know that kid Newton was a senior because he's a good possession type guard and um 
if they could fill his shoes good, but I, he, he, with or without him, yes, I, I do like their chances. Um, I disagree with you. I think Sonogo should stay and dominate mm. for real to learn the game because I feel like Sonogo is going to go into the league, and you're not going to like what I'm about to say. Sonogo might end up going to the league because he's going soon. He'll end up like Okafor and get washed in the league, you know? Like, let him really build that that confidence inside his mindset and then go crazy. Like, right now, like, he's raw in college because we haven't seen enough of him the year before. We've seen him this year and start blistering people. Like, picture him coming out with, with Klingon and those two being the Twin Towers again back-to-back and, like, uh, Al Horford and Joe Kim Noah and doing that in Connecticut, then going off into the league how Al Horford's career went. And, and I could compare him to Horford or, or Joe Kim Noah, but that's a good thing to springboard off into the league. But still, yet, yeah, I feel like they all should come back and do it and do it the right way instead of just springboarding into the league and then playing on somebody's bench and having to sit there and wait their turn until the trade happens, so on and so forth. Because I don't think they're going to be instant guys to get into the league. It's, it's just a different dynamic. I don't think there's that much pop in college basketball that's bringing these players from one level to the next that's getting them on the floor quickly. Like, the only one you really see this year is, like, Benchero, uh, my guy J-Dub or Jalen Williams out of, out of OKC. The rest of the rookies are, like, scrambling to, like, really make things work. You got Ivy in Detroit as well, but – I'm not. I'm not really seeing too much shock value for a lot of the, the studs that were coming out of college last year. Braun is in Denver, but he's like a one of those high risers that could shoot the ball here or there, but didn't have that honest average on a game by game basis. So just stay there, be a stud, and they come out, and then everybody's like, "Whoa, he had two solid years at UConn. Potentially could go back to back and be a, at least a, a double double or a nine and eight guy his rookie season." Like put that in perspective of him coming into the league instead of just winning a championship, going to the league and living off that rah-rah, and then it don't pan out that way, then it's like, damn, he should have stayed in school. Like, cause we, heard, we hear that too much. Kids should have stayed in school. We're in an era of these kids one and done in. Like, I, I get it. The money's there, and it's just tough to tell a, a 19, 20-year-old guy, yo, I got like $35 million. I'll sign for you if you just sign this paper. Like, everybody's going to take the deal. So, so it, yeah, it's tough. No, I, if if Hurley could get them to read the script, then it, it, it's worth it. But just like you said, I know it's going to be an agent in at least one of these guys' faces to get them to jump ship. So, but you make a you make a good point, TP. I, I remember Okaford and how disappointing his uh, NBA career was. Um, you're right, Sonoka. Listen, yeah, he could use a little bit more experience. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he played enough young youth wise. Came over from um, you know overseas and, and really you know was kind of learning his way around the court and learning the game. So I think he should jump, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be against him coming back. Uh, I got a call in queue, but DH, I want to hear your opinion. Do you think uh, UConn being the early favorite is deserved uh, for next year's national championship? I think that, that uh, uh, basically the odds right now are so. I mean, it's so tough with college. Like, like with pros, you know what the team is going to look like. You know, yeah. you, you generally know stuff like that. With college, you know, favorite odds right after a championship are just so shot in the dark to me, you know, like I, I don't, I don't really put too much stock in it, but, but, but to say, to, to speak on, on, on young men coming out of the, of, of college and playing the league, I think they absolutely should every single, in every single case, you could always go back to college. I think that you should always give it a shot at the next level see if you're if you're good enough for it 
you can always go back to school. You know what I mean? If you if you're being invited to that next level to make that money, go get your money, young man or young woman, whatever you know, whatever whatever you're at. Go and and you can always go back to school. You know what I mean? So and that's one of the reasons why it's so hard to keep longevity, as we all know. And 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 I have no, you know, I, I would not, you know, second guess anyone for 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 taking off as soon as they could to get that money. Um, because I mean, and it's and God bless them that they can actually get a little bit of money in college now. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it's, like Ty just said, it's nowhere near the money that they can sign for when. They're out of college, so um, so yeah. I think I think it's going to be tough, just like any school. But but wait, hold, hold on. But Dave, but think about this: they all can go back to school, right? They can, right? Mm-hmm. But why lose their essence while this this chunk is going downhill? Like they they could steamroll everybody again. The picture: when have we ever seen a college basketball team go undefeated? I don't. If they keep that chemistry like that, who's going to beat them? Who in the Big Nobody. East can stop them? Who, who in the nation? Look, look, look. I felt like Kansas had one of the strongest shots. All of their guys going to go. Bill Self, his health is declining. Like, who okay, going to stop I, him? I don't care what But Adamus is not UConn. He is himself. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you, you who, know who what I'm saying? Like, who do you think? You know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, like you're talking about people, young men who are they're not attached to these universities. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not it's not their obligation to make that team good for the next year. It's their ob- obligation to take care of themselves. I'm sorry. No, that's, 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 that's what it is. But there's, that's feel, a fact. We're changing like, narrative because it, it, you kind of got to look at it how, like, Kimba was. Like, Kimba got two championships, like, in Connecticut. Like, Kimba's there. Like, Kimba can shout that at these kids. Yo, get what you can out this joint. Not just money because it's going to be there. Barring injury, God will, you know, but they yeah. can make things happen incredible and run that back. Like, I want to be the next Kimba at UConn. It's hell, if you if you got a, a sophomore there, you can bring three back. Sheet. I mean, come on. That's, that's crazy. If they can, And that dude clinging, he's a freshman or a sophomore? Because if he's a freshman, that, that's crazy. That's disgusting. Freshman. He's seven through a bunch of something. All right. Yeah, he's not going to be there. Yeah, he's not going to be there. He's not going to be most of the guys who can play at the next level aren't going to be there that long, you know, like, like, because, because that's, that's the way it should. Just like I just said, when I started my, that's the way it should be, man. Like, don't, don't waste it. Like, like these guys, like these programs are like, I'm sorry, these programs, the university is getting rich off these young men's work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, they, they are. They are. Let these men go make their money for themselves. Yeah, but they can now. They got they got NAIL deals. Like, I think most of these UConn kids can find some local sponsorships. Like, you don't think any of those kids, you don't think Sunogo can go make a deal with Bob Sports around here or or, or Dick Sporting? You know what I mean? Like, they can make a deal and get some money. Like, so. Um, no, I'm, it's I'm, not thankful a, that. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that that money is there for for these guys to get sure. finally. Because yeah. I heard somebody say it the other day on a sports desk show, like, and and like someone said, like a nice, like just kind of heartwarming, true comment where it's like, man, this money's been there, and someone, and it was so freaking true what he said. It's like this money has been there for so many years, and somebody has been getting this money. It's nice to see <laughs> that finally the players who deserve the money are getting the money. 
And it, it just it it just shows you to what has been happening. You know who was getting that money? Those university dudes, those university, yeah, university board teachers. members, those those heads of freaking athletic departments. That's who was getting that money. They were collecting money on the hard work of those young men that are doing all the work. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's I mean, like I was like, the so, so all these players, like you're telling me these players are supposed to stay at this university because they're getting mm-hmm. a free education? You can No, but that's not that. the argument. I, I, think, I, think, I think it's a two different argument. Like pumping right. money into the university is one thing, but I think like Hawkins isn't ready. 16 points right. a game at UConn, that's nice. He's not ready to go to the pros. We saw with Jeremy Lamb, Omeka Okafor going to the pros too early in my opinion. Well, Okafor was a senior, I think, but even still. Amen. Amen, Barry. Jeremy Lamb, that, that Jeremy Lamb was not ready. Jeremy not Lamb was not ready. Because, he should, man, yeah, that that you were on and on. That list, listen, oh, I could give you some more, UConn. Charlie Villanueva, do y'all remember him? Charlie Villanueva left early. Was not ready. Was not and, ready. And everybody thought he was because he was a 6'10", 6'11", shooter that could get to the lane and do things. He got to the league. We don't even know where he was. But he sure was in Houston celebrating, wasn't he? You didn't see yeah, that. Like, I mean, like exactly. you two, you two, you two, listen, he was also, listen, you he was two, also you two, not most, the two also of you have known most me more than player of the, the NCAA two, tournament, though. The two of you have known me longer than 25 years. From Janet Jackson, you don't know what you got till it's gone. All right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but and, you know, I know what you're saying, but it's like, like you guys but, are talking but, about, but you guys are talking about the, the most outstanding player in the NCAA tournament, and if he, and if he should go or not. Like you're talking about a guy who is like you're talking about basically Ben Chero, like you, like Ty, you mentioned Ben Chero, like he's the rookie of the year this year. He. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You think I do it? No, Ben Charles got it. Ben Charles got it. And Jalen Williams is making a case for that. You better look at the. You better yes, look at this. Is. You, yes, you he better is. go look at this. Who is? Wait, who is? Jalen Williams. The Oklahoma City Thunder swingman. Yes, Jalen Williams, aka J Dub. You better oh, go look. Oh, Jalen too? You mean Jalen too? Yeah. Yo, how yeah. funny is it? How funny is it that they got two? Not only do they have two dudes on the team named Jalen Williams. They got two starters named Jalen Williams. Yo, and so and balling. 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 Jay Will, the light skin one, Jay Will, he won't be the starter next year because check coming. When's check coming? He's back to <laughs> yeah, the next yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think that'll be good because he'll be a pretty good six man. Right, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree. So yeah, that's, that's uh, let me funny, let me bring in let me bring in let me bring in Harvey and he can weigh in on this call now the six one five Mike how you doing what's going on bro Hey what's up man so I'm, I'm hearing you talk about this guy from UConn you know one of the things that that isn't really talked about enough now is if you don't hire an agent they now have it to where you can go all the way through this draft process and kind of get a feel for where you stack up through workouts and all these different things and kind of get a feel for where you stack up. If you're not going to be a high draft pick, you can still go back to school and play another year. So you can, still, you can go all the way through and test the waters all the way to pretty much the end before you decide to jump in. And yeah, so and that's what that's uh, a, Dave was alluding to. 
that's something that's something to keep in mind in this process. Now it's a completely different thing on the women's side because I think some of these women can make more money staying in school than they would going to the pros. Uh, but that's another story for another day. But I, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, you play around with these neo deals and see what you can get. Um, and I think it, it just becomes where you're going to get drafted. If you're not a guaranteed first round draft pick, then you don't come out because you can improve your stock enough over another year to make a lot more money and to make it worth waiting a year. I yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think, listen, I think some guys are ready and some guys aren't. I don't think Jordan Hawkins is ready. I think Sunogo can be a lottery pick. So, it's just, you know what, I, I lean towards Sonogo going pro, but I see TP's point that if he came back, he could only get better because the jump that he made from last year to this year is pretty drastic. He added a jump shot. Imagine if he stayed in college every, another year, worked on it, because there's little things that, in TP, we talked about it, there's little things in his game that he needs to work on. When he gets in the post, he dribbles, he holds. He he does it, he takes a while to get started, get his moves going. He has to move a little bit quicker. He needs to be he needs to be more confident in that three point shot to make it translate into the pros. So, I think yeah, a, another year would do him better. But I do think he's a lottery pick. I do think he should come out. So we'll see what yeah, happens. But yeah, but this is the thing. You do that you do that other year in the, in the pros. You're getting paid while you get. That that work because the thing is like that happens to a lot of pro players. Anyway, that happens to ninety percent of pro players. Anyway, they have their learning experiences in the pros. They have to get they have to chip away. They have to get their minutes. They have to play defense to get playing time. They have to improve. You know what I'm saying? Like get that in in the league. Get in and get started. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but a lot of if you don't get it in in the league, they'll send you to the G League and get it in. TB, you have something to say? That like Hashim to be. Look, let's just let's just look at this, right? Yeah. So, oh, God. Oh. yeah, you want me to talk about some more Connecticut players? We can do it. So, um, looking looking at the teams that'll be potentially at the top end of the draft or your lottery picks, Houston is one. I think they're more or less in the sweepstakes for Wimbyama. I'm, I'm going to just say the team that I think will potentially be in the sweepstakes for Wimbyama. I don't think they're looking for a player like Sonogo, even though Sonogo's a solid big, but I don't think he's ready for the league. And he's not confident in the paint. How many times we sat there during the game and he did the turn to get to the rim and he's going to the other side of the rim to lay the ball up and miss the layup? Because it's like, why don't you just go straight up at the rim? Like, you're that big that they can't even handle you and you still think they're, they're going to punch your shot. Like, I'm I think he could build that by, like, looking at people that definitely can't deal with him. He's like, let me build a confidence because I'm a brick wall man. Like, okay, so, like, Houston, San Antonio, uh, Detroit are all potential teams I feel like that will be at the top end of the lottery where I feel like a lot of these guys have bigs already. Detroit might be the team that might steal them, but would they go after them where they're more or less trying to build all over the place? Um <clears throat> I don't know how it's going to pan out for Houston or San Antonio because I really feel like both of them are tanking. Portland, I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. even, I wouldn't even recommend anybody go to Portland because they're not playing defense. Like Portland losing games, tanking or not tanking, like they just willingly won't defend. Like period. And then um, Utah's locked in at, at a big situation because Mark and Laurie, Laurie's going to be the next Carmelone out there. Maybe Dallas if Dallas don't end up making it. Um, Charlotte picked up a flood of bigs from especially. Mark Williams from Duke last year. 
maybe the Pacers, because it depends on what they do with Miles Turner. Like, these are the teams that I feel like can be in that position, at least in the top, whether it's 10 or 12, for the lottery. And, and I don't know if Sonogo gets there. Sonogo may be a first-round or early second-round pick. Like, make your name be in life like you deserve it, man. I, I get it that the, the, the potential of getting injured, things may potentially happen, but go get what you could get right here in the league because there is money in college. I, I mean, go get what you could get in college because there's money in college right now. And you could definitely make that jump right there where you need to next year and definitely do something historic in Connecticut while they're saying this is a blue blood and give credit to what Danny Hurley's been able to produce out of this school. He ain't seen a whole class yet due to the Coach K and one and done and all oh, got an All-American like Coach Cal and get you millions and millions of dollars. No, they they sitting there listening and making this happen as team players. Ain't nobody no big super. Oh. And look, we we all admitted it. There's no superstar on that team, so you don't have to have a superstar to jump to the league <laughs> like that. They just going off a name purpose. And my line, if I'm lying, stop me. You can mute me for the rest of the night if I'm lying. Was supposed to help Danny Hurley get rich. He should help himself get rich. Yeah. When, when, when did they ever stop white America from getting rich? Yeah, I mean, well, coaches are right going to get their money. Look at look at Patino. <laughs> Patino got Patino got his check from St. John's, right? They're always going to get right. the check. I, I'm not they always going to get it. money. That ain't going to ever yeah. stop. When, when does that, that's, when that's, that stop? <laughs> what?
over their opponents. This team just really, really took off. They looked really good early in the season. They kind of hit a lull, but they bounced back. They came into this tournament on fire. I mean, did they benefit from some of the upsets? Maybe, but the way they played, I'm not sure that any of those number one seeds, if they had uh, gotten through, would have had a chance against them anyway. This team was playing hot. They deserved it. And, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, uh, UConn's never lost a title game. So, if they get there, you better look out. Like, they're, they're going to handle their business. And I think it's uh, I think it's good for the Big East. I think it's good for UConn. They made the decision to really go all in on basketball. Uh, there and go back to the to the Big East in that situation, and so uh, good on them. You know, it's one of the over our lifetime. It's one of the programs that has uh, been great and has been you know one of those teams that's been there you know year in and year out or been seriously in contention. And I mean, people can talk about the blue bloods that they want to in basketball and whatever. As far as you know, they they refer to the blue bloods as like the North Carolina, Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, whatever. But this past uh, generation, UConn's got to be up there with all of them, man, you know, as far as what they've been able to do and the championships they've been able to bring home. So good on them, and I'm happy to see them back at the top. Absolutely. I mean, the Big East is going to benefit from this. Um, UConn, I was kind of skeptical of them paying a a big bounty to get out of the um, Atlantic uh, Conference, the AAC, and to go back to the Big East, but I did want them to go back to the Big East, and now um, it's justified because look at NTP. They still haven't lost an, uh, a non-conference game this season. <laughs> unbelievable run, unbelievable run. It's not the Atlantic. The Atlantic is the, it's not the Atlantic. The Atlantic is the ACC. It's the American. It's the American, American my fault. Conference, AAC. I got you. I'm, I'm gonna help you with your. I'm gonna help you with your own team. I'm gonna. I'm Thank gonna you. help you. I'm, I'm gonna you. help you with your own team in my own state. I'm gonna help you. Don't you worry. You yeah, forget that conference. We ain't thinking you about that. We in the Big East. You y'all left home. Y'all left home. Y'all left home. Now y'all want to come back to y'all. Y'all want to y'all want to come back home like this Wakanda showed everybody a list. Yeah, Get out. Here. We should have never. They should have never kicked us out. But you know it was football that they, they you they know t- they wanted out. So it was all bullshit. They're coming back home sorry, like Roscoe sorry, Jenkins. Oh, sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. I curse. Sorry. Um, yeah, but listen, it was all ridiculous that they that they got. Um, no, you know my mother listens to the show. She don't like it when I. You did it. I didn't make you do that. You did it. I know. I know. I gotta. I know. I gotta be nice. I gotta be good because she's gonna call me. You you had a good show, but you didn't need to cuss. You know, you didn't need to cuss. So um, yeah. <laughs> call the number nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. TP though, because my mom no play. She know. Um, listen. Um. Every, there's a lot of controversy on the women's side. The highest-rated um, March Madness women's tournament in history, a lot of eyeballs watched, um, and a lot of reasons is the, the newly crowned um, you know, player of the year, um, wooden award winner, uh, Caitlin Clark from Iowa, you know, upsetting the uh, South Carolina game which I didn't think would happen, buzzsaw. Um, but then finally losing to a really good LSU team. And obviously the controversy around that was, now it's twofold, but uh, during the end, the end of the game, uh, Angel Reese, who, you know, has a great story of her own, uh, gave the John Cena, you can't see me. Ask Jalen Rose, it's the Tony Ayo, you can't see me. But we go back to play with Flav, you can't see me. So do your homework. But um, Angel Reese hit that on honor and pointed to the ring finger, uh, and, and let Kaylin Cart know, 
um, it was it was controversial because a lot of people took offense to it, but it wasn't controversial when Caitlin Clark, who had been doing that for the whole tournament, and then you know even in the previous game, waving off a defender uh, uh, shooters at the three point line like I'm not even going to defend you. So um, it was a double standard uh, that was that was at play here. TP, I'm going to come to you first. I mean, you could talk about how good the women's uh, side of the March Madness was. This is a couple years after, you know, it was it came to light how these women were being treated compared to the men as far as their amenities and all that kind of stuff. And to see it from that to where it is now, where you now have Caitlin Court, quote-unquote, as a villain and, and getting a lot of eyeballs and attention to the sport, um, you know, South Carolina almost going undefeated, what have you. I mean, talk to me about that, but really let's hone in on the fact that it's like Angel Reese versus Caitlin Clark, which is unfortunate because it should be about the women's tournament as a whole. But talk to me, big brother. What do you think? Um, I'm an 80s baby. There was a song by a rapper named Slick Rick the Ruler. It was called Children's Story, and he started the song off and said, here we go. So this is the crazy part about everything that just happened in the past week or so. You mean to tell me that these women aren't entitled to talk crap back, but when somebody else talks crap that doesn't look like you, it's a problem, or they're being, she's a thug now? Like, <laughs> these are women now. The women are being called thug now. So, like, let's just take, for example, and I was I was watching a, another podcast today with Brandon Marshall and another lady, her name is Ashley, and they were interviewing Angel Reese. And um, Brandon Marshall was like, well, you even in football, you see it. If Tyreek scored a touchdown, he throw the peace sign up on people, but if somebody break up a pass on him, they're going to throw the peace sign up on him. Or if Justin Jefferson burns somebody, he's going to do the gritty in the end zone on him. If they stop him from getting to the end zone, they're going to do the gritty on him. So it's like, if men can do it, why can't the women do it? So they're thugs if they do it because they're people of color. It, it bothers me that we as minorities, African-Americans, however you look at it, have to be the perfect race. Like we're the ones that have a rule book at the beginning, at the start, finish, and, and don't even know how to look at these situations. Like we all grew up in a community or a hood where trash talk and get you by or give you that energy or that goal to go. Like, so now you're trying to strip them of that. You had players that can score a touchdown in the end zone. They can't celebrate with their teammates. Hurry up and get off the sideline. Get off the, um, the field. Go to the sideline. Like there's always something that could raise hairs. And to make it worse, you got the first lady jumping in the middle of it and saying, well, Iowa should come to the White House, too. Don't just let LSU come. So you're meaning to tell me that all sports throughout the entirety of the year can win their championship and go there by themselves. Mm. But since everybody's heartfelt situation was around Iowa, they wanted to see Caitlin Clark get there because, let me just tell you this, that girl is an animal monster, pain in the neck, the, yeah. probably the best shooter I've ever seen. This girl pulls up from half court and makes it. like Not even like, oh, she's just doing it to do it. It's a set play because this girl is that dangerous. She is that good. So it's like, and um, Angel Reese was even admitting it. She's like, yo, this girl is awesome. Like, I don't have no beef with her. Like, it's just a part of the game. We've all played. I play sports with both of these guys on this line. We all talk some type of crap one way or another, and it's like that we live. <laughs> so don't act like it don't happen, even in those neighborhoods in Iowa or those neighborhoods that are in Arkansas or those neighborhoods. Cut it out. Like, enough is enough. Stop thinking that people are perfect or people of color have to be perfect. Don't, you don't have to call a woman a thug. What, because she's a black woman compared to a, a white female from – 
I don't even know where Caitlin originally is from, but she went to school in Iowa. Like this is this is how we're doing it now. So we they got to play some type of way. Like this this is absurd. It disgusts me on how Amer- white America's playing. At the end of the day, I, I I'm trying to like trying to stay away from it as much as possible. But this is disgusting now. Like you can't do nothing. Let alone when Caitlin was doing it, nobody got mad at her because she did. She started this. You said South Carolina. She started this in the Louisville game. And she did it disgusting yeah. in the girl face. Like, like, she did that can't see me in her face and walk to the sideline because they caught the timeout because they couldn't stop her. They could not stop her at all. And she waved that joint in her face like, man, I wish they would come out here. Even in the LSU game, she hit like nine threes. The girl is disgusting. Like, she is disgusting. Like, if you don't think basketball got some of the best emotion in it, then go watch badminton. Go watch cricket. Go watch um, shuffleboard. I don't know what you need to watch, but don't watch that sport. It's disgusting that this is what it's come to right now. Angel Reese, I tip my hat because the way that you answered the critics, presser, saying that you basically don't like the way that people that look like me respond to things. And everybody sat on their heels and could not respond to that girl at all. I tip my hat. I, I, I love it. And um, give people a little room. Give, please give people a little room. No, none of the refs, they didn't give her a tech. The ref didn't tech her. If, if she'd have got a tech, it would have been different. It would have been different. So right. stop trying to be the judge and the jury at the end of the day, and it, it's a sport at the end of the day. Like, people are going to have fun. Everybody ain't going to be button-lit playing these sports. I'm sorry. It's funny because I thought she was being a little excessive, like kept following her around to do it. But then I was thinking about it, to your point, TP, like men do it all the time. And, and, and when women do it, it's not ladylike. Like, What? It's a double standard men versus women, and then it's a double standard black versus white. It was ridiculous because we sat at the bar and we're talking about what what um, Don Staley said at the press conference, and then a day later this happened. It was it was like completely ironic because Don Staley called it. She called it before it even happened, my dude. Like it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy, and I'm not surprised. It's a double standard, you know. Keep go ahead. I'm sorry. No, and think, think about all the other players that do stuff. Like, okay, so people know that John Stockton would do things to get in your head, right? Like, mm-hmm. John Stockton was mm-hmm. good at doing that. Dennis Rodman did things to get in your head, like, during the game. No matter how if, – if it's effective for them to bother you, to make you be befuddled, it's working. So if she's doing something mm-hmm. to say Caitlin had, even though it didn't bother Caitlin because Caitlin was drilling threes no matter how it was going down, she's doing what she can to be in their head at the end of the day. It's, it's called psychological. There's classes on it. I don't, I don't know – if you guys did it, but I took psychology courses, so I, I don't know what you want to do. Like, incredible, incredible. Proceed. I'm sorry. No, you're right. And listen, Keith Olbermann, Dave Benoit, you sorry, shame on you. yourself. Exactly, Michael. Take it away. Go ahead. First of all, go Tigers. As Thomas and I were son, or talking on Sunday, <laughs> I said if I were picking with my head, I would have picked Iowa because I didn't think LSU was going to shoot like that, but I was going to pick with my heart. So I said go Tigers and picked him on the time of Sunday morning brunch. Sunday morning is 11 a.m. Eastern time. Shameless plug. Uh, come join us. But, listen, LSU, first of all, LSU shot the lights out. Jasmine Carson. Mm-hmm. Um, hit everything she threw up, even banked in a three uh, at the at the end of the half. Uh, quietly, LaDaisha Williams had 20 points and, you know, did some good uh, – played some good defense at the rim. And Alexis Morris at 5'6", did a really nice job of harassing Caitlin Clark and making her work for what she got. Uh, and it just – she got her points. She got 30 points, but she worked for them. 
It wasn't as easy as it was in previous games. And she started hitting the mid-range late in the fourth quarter. And, I mean, at the end of the day, let's be honest. LSU scored more points in a women's title game than we've ever seen. They set the record. And you were going to have to to be able to beat a Caitlin Clark-led Iowa team, first of all, first and foremost. So go Tigers. Hang the banner. We've had good players on both sides. They had five straight Final Fours back in the Simone Augustus, Cynthia Files days. Never able to hang a banner. They had guys like Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf and Shaquille O'Neal and Pete Maravich and Bob Pettit and all kinds of people go through there. And they were never able to hang a banner. And they've had some talent go through those doors and don that purple and gold. And so now they can, on the basketball side, celebrate all day. Tell her, tell her you can't see me. Point to the ring finger because you get in your ring. I promise you one thing. If Iowa had won the game, you would not have heard Jill Biden talking about let's invite LSU too. I promise you that first and foremost. And when the great white hope did it against Louisville, the you can't see me, she was firing. She was competitive. Fire mm-hmm. burn within this West Des Moines uh Iowa Catholic girl. Look at her competitive, fiery spirit. Now Angel Reese does it. She's thug. She's ghetto. Get out of here. This girl, people know her story. She, I mean, she came from, she came from Baltimore. She transferred from Maryland. Mm-hmm. She continued to develop her game. This girl set a record for most ever double-doubles in a college season. This girl uh, was the backbone of this team all year. But the, at the end of the day, Iowa had one star player, and they had a decent inside presence, but they didn't have the team that LSU had. LSU had a team, and they really shot the lights out. That was their, by far their best shooting performance of the year. And what better stage to do it on? Listen, champions, at the end of the day, rise up and, and play big when it matters most. And what a, what a night to have your best performance of the year. And, I mean, if we want to look at it once again. If she can do it, then all girls should be able to do it on the other side. Let's not act like one's okay and one's not just because, uh, you know, somebody doesn't look like these talking heads that want to say these kinds of things. Get out of here. Uh, like, listen, the, at the, this is a 19-, 20-year-old girl celebrating. And then to double down on it, it would be different if you were showing – the type of sportsmanship that you want to, like, preach to other people. I have a uh, Facebook group that I belong to, and it's uh, LSU Des Moines because there's some LSU people all the way up here. And one lady wrote in the group, was it just me or did any of you other parents have stories to where you told your kids they could wear LSU clothes to school and then had your kids come home and tell you about them being harassed at school today? It's like, wait a minute. Hmm. Now, 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 what's being thuggish? If you want to define yeah. the term, what you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why don't you show the same standards that you want to try to uphold somebody else to, or that you want to say somebody else should uphold? That those without sin cast the first stone, and those that live in glass houses should never throw stones. So it's hypocritical, it's disgusting, and it's sad to see. At the end of the day, the better team won, and and TP, you hit on it. Kaylin Clark didn't have a problem with it. She said, trash talk is nope. part of it. I did it too. That's part of the competitive spirit, and that's what people do. And she even came out. And so 
the the great white hope for all you old foggy white people that want to sit in with your old stuffed collar shirts and your khakis and, and drink your little coffee and think you know everything going on in the world and want to live by these double standards, your great white hope told you not to be criticizing this girl. So if you want to stick up for her so much, why don't you listen to what she says and get off your high horse? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the point. And, you know, she she said she didn't she she didn't see it, but you know what? She didn't walk back from it. She she took it. She dished it and she took it. And and that's the point of it. And it's like at the end of the day, Joe Biden, what are you talking about? I, I get you wanna invite both because it was such a great come on, man. That's that's really the reason. Nobody else got invited. You don't see San Diego State getting an invite. You didn't say they should go. I mean, what are you talking about? Joe Joe Biden came out today and said, you know, he would invite LSU and UConn to the to the uh, White House, and Angel Reese said, no, I'll go see the Obamas. First of all, Angel, Angel, you gotta you gotta be smarter. Listen, when they go high, you go low, right? So take that invite and, and show your face and show them that you're not a thug, you're not petty. You know what I mean? But yeah, you're right in the fact that. It should have never came up that Iowa get an invite to the White House. That's not how it works. You know what I mean? Like, we live in this participation trophy uh, society where, you know, my kid might, might stink at baseball, but he got a trophy at the end of the year. What are we talking about, man? You don't get a trophy for being a loser. Not in my world. I, you know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about here? So, um, but, I got but, one what, more for you. Well, yeah, yeah, real I quick. Got one real more quick. For you. Yeah, real quick. So I also got a uh, message from Angel Reese yesterday or today on Twitter and said, you know, I don't know what's up with y'all coming at me with my DMs with all this energy. Why don't you use the energy to fill your empty arena during your women's basketball games? Yeah, come on, man. I mean, listen, shine the light where it needs to get shined, but don't don't chew as a thug. Don't come out and look like a thug. You're not. You, you know what I mean? Like, let's be classy about it. Let's be, let's be grown folk about it because – Listen, this sport, a couple, you know, not a couple years ago, but, you know, years back, TP, correct me if I'm wrong, we had the great, late, great Dianimus, right? He called them nappy-headed hoes. That's what they thought of you. That's that's what they were thinking of you when they said that it was classless. You don't think Keith Oban had that same energy? So let's prove them wrong. We ain't nappy-headed hoes. We some classy women, too. We we want our respect. You know what I'm saying? So, wait, God. This, 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 this is hurtful. No, what did Keith Overman say? Because I'm an Overman fan. He said something bad about them, too. Oh, oh, you ain't checked the tape? He just said it was classless. Oh, he just said it was classless. Oh, he, he, him, he's the one that him, said it was classless. Okay, okay. Okay, he's yeah, the one that he said, said that. it. Okay. Dave Pinoy of, of Barstool Sports said it was a, a week. You know, it was, I, he he. You know, he's got the, the 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 Twitter that Twitter fingers that are kind of little vulgar. I don't even want to repeat what he said. I'm not going to give them that kind of energy. But listen, they showed their true colors shining through. Listen, they came out and, and basically had that same kind of energy that you know you know Don Imus had years years and years ago that got him kicked radio. So listen. And, and I'm glad Shaq came out and said, "Shut your dumb, you know what up?" Because it, it was it was garbage. It was absolute garbage that you come out and say Angel Reese is, you know, classless and a thug. Nobody said that Caitlin Clark, as great as she is, was classless and thug. Like Mike said, she, oh, she was she was competitive. She's elevated in the sport. Blah blah blah. Come on, man, Let, keep that same energy. 
DH, the floor is yours, my brother. Go ahead, talk to me about it. Uh, okay, well, I, well, I, it's tough because I mean, I I literally about an hour ago brought this subject up, and now it's like you guys are asking me after you said everything, <laughs> and you're going to me <laughs> last, and it's like because I guess you, uh, cause you that's, I, what, that's I, your punishment I, for trying to cook. You was trying to cook, and I was yeah. cooking. So that's just, I kind <laughs> of agree with. I know, I know. Maybe I wasn't supposed to bring it up then. I thought I could have brought it up. I don't know, whatever. But at this point, you went to me last. You guys done said it all. I don't know what else to say. I mean, you oh, we said need, it. Listen, we, we need another voice that's not like me and TP. We need that. That we need it from you. I hear somebody you. That I hear you. Like, you guys done all three. You just talked for like twenty minutes. I don't really know what else to say that you didn't just say. What do you think was, about the situation? What's your thought about her situation? I mean, basically, you got. I agree with like almost everything you guys said. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I wanted to hear what you guys had to say and and all the things I had to say you guys pretty much already said so I don't really have anything else to say I like I said it's funny because I brought it up so long ago mm-hmm. and then once you got to me it's like y'all already said what I had to say so I don't really know what else to say <laughs> you know what I mean you gotta, you gotta speak you gotta speak you to, listen you I need from you DH I need it from you because when it comes from me I'm just defending another sister from you it's like, yo, that's not right. You know what I'm saying? Speak your energy. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's what we need. Oh, no. We're just, yo, we're like brothers, man. I just, we're on the same wavelength. I just, like I said, I just, I, I, I'm on a radio show trying to get my words in, and somebody else got them in first, is all it was, man. And Ty <laughs> shut me up, and Ty, Ty shut me up and told me I need to wait, and then everyone else got their words in. And no, I did. Didn't get in on I time. did. I did. I did. I did. I shut that down. But no, this is Dave. Seriously, I know everybody <laughs> said the same thing, but I need to hear it from you. You know what I'm saying? I go ahead. I need to hear it from you, my brother. Perfect. No, you honestly, don't want to like I said, man, you guys no, don't do it. Don't beg him. He, we we okay. said enough. At the, end of the, at the end of the day, no, you guys said it perfect, we know, man. Like we, you said, we know, you guys we know, said and I'm saying like this, and, and I usually I usually don't play this line. I really don't play this line, but I have to. Jill Biden just show what privilege is. End of the day, you're not wrong. Like not there's wrong. been okay, so for real, it's, it's for early. Real. It's, it's early in the year now, but let's just say all of the calendar year of 2022. You mean to tell me that every single sport. NCAA or professional level, they've had winners and losers. Nobody said bring the runner up here. None of the sports from the Yo, NCAA. For real. I, I completely <laughs> agree with everything you guys just said. Great, Greyhound racing. I, I don't care what it is. Badminton. They know that they don't do. But you wait till they probably. And Caitlin Clark, I'm not even gonna lie, she's so disgusting. I'm a big Caitlin Clark fan now. Like the way that that girl shoot the ball, I am a, a mega fan, mega fan. But you, I know it felt like you wanted to see her on one shining moment. You didn't believe in the heart of an underdog that was supposed to lose and, and they come out and win. Like that's almost like watching Rocky three. You thought Rocky was gonna beat Clever Lang the first fight. Nope, Clever Lang knocked him out game over and it's like oh shoot rocky laws like yeah it, it happens it's sports people got competitive nature in their body we ain't gonna lay down we get the same 
chant in the locker room like every other coach do. One, two, three, win. And you know what you got to go out there and do, period. I don't, I don't even talk to nobody else. So you mean to tell me that you've seen these girls lose? You've seen Kaylin cry on TV? You know what? Um, How about this? You bring the well, girls in here. She's like, Joe, bring the girls here and then bring Iowa in here too. And we'll have them share a meal and have them piece it out and uh, Angel and, and Caitlin could split a cupcake and go on a merry way. Shut up! You get out the way. When do you make decisions? when do you when do you make the decisions on who comes to the damn White House? You you yeah, not the, the one thing I'll say that nobody really touched on, touched on a little bit was is that it's, it's a basketball thing to me, man. It's, I don't understand how like like it was even an issue, like like. Like, it's like, wait, like, I, I watched the game. I thought it was one of the greatest women's Final Fours ever. I thought it was it was yep. incredible. I Like, mm-hmm. everything was so beautiful about it. It was a beautiful exhibition of sport. And then when it was over, I was like, wait, someone has something negative to say about that? Like, who in their right fucking mind, oh, sorry, part of my language, would say Mama, something Mama. negative? About the women's final four, I just didn't understand it. I was like, it was a beautiful thing when it comes to basketball. It was a beautiful thing when it comes to NCAA competition. When it comes to mm-hmm. competition in general, everything. I thought it was just amazing. Like, and and that's why when everyone was like, I started to see all this stuff. Like, because I I don't really usually pay attention to all the nonsense, and I started to see all this stuff. Like, oh. Angel Reese having to defend herself. I'm like, defend herself? What? For being a conquering for being a conquering hero in one of the greatest final fours I've ever seen? Like what what is she defending? I don't understand. Like 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 oh, because she talked trash? Like that's like defending hitting a jump shot to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm yeah. a basketball player. Like I might be an old man now. But I'm always a basketball player. Like, I, I shoot a jump shot, I throw an elbow, I grab a rebound, and you talk some trash. It's part of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is part of the game. Like, if somebody doesn't do it, they're not playing right. I'm sorry. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it doesn't Barry, make any sense to me. Wait, Barry, yeah. I, I got something to tell you. Barry, you ready? We, we got a, a, a break in action. Um, somebody said that they didn't want to talk about it because we said enough. And listen to them now, as we proceed. <laughs> nah, listen, he's absolutely right, TP and, and and Dave. I agree with you. Um, and I said it. We should be talking about how good of the of a women's March Madness Final Four, et cetera, et cetera. Talking about, I think me and um, you know, my brother were talking about it. Uh, a couple of days ago, how women's sports needed this kind of energy because, you know, you have that quote unquote disparity and disparity in in in, um, in in salaries and all that kind of stuff, and how the WNBA is you know needs to kind of elevate that game. Can you see Caitlin Clark going to the NBA? I mean WNBA. I'm sorry, and 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 bringing that game there. That's sorely lacking. You know what I mean? They need that kind of energy. Um, it's it's just crazy to me because like. The great Larry Bird would would talk all kinds of trash and, and get in your face, got in fights with with Dr. J and what have you. But he was competitive. Nobody called him a, a thug. You know what I mean? So and Caitlin Clark should I think she 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 should be Larry Bird's offspring. I got we gotta check the check the records. 
Tekka Dunn records because she got Larry Bird in her. So, um, you know, it's listen, women's basketball needed this. I'm happy for it. Not the, the controversy, but just the, the play on the on the court. It was a beautiful thing. I, I don't watch much, um, stuff, you know, women's uh, college basketball. I watch. No, you remember, I was content. telling you guys, I was talking to you guys about women's basketball. Remember the other night? Remember yeah. I was telling you guys it, about it, that? Yeah, and, and, and like, I was watching it. I was watching my aunt is a big my aunt is a big UConn fan. You can't tell her nothing about UConn. So that's when I watch. And, you know, it's, it's listen, at the end of the day, we're talking about it. We're talking about women's basketball. And I, we rarely talk about it. So it, it, it's a win-win in, in my mind. Um, real quick, because I want to I shift gears, call number 929-477-2759. Anthony Davis playing a back-to-back. It's possible. Dare to dream, the impossible dream at that. Um, the Lakers in a big game tonight against the Clippers. I know Mike is glued to the tube on that one, but the Lakers, um, you know, we were talking. Listen, I talked a lot of trash about them. Mike was not high on them. They made their trades, and lo and behold, they're the, the seventh seed um, tied to get into the sixth seed. Um, timeless, I'm going to start with you on the West-West, y'all. Um if the Lakers, the Lakers are going to probably make the playoffs, I would imagine. But are are they? How dangerous are the Lakers if they they make this playoff uh, push? I think they make the playoffs. They could potentially, like you said, <clears throat> knowing how tight and logjam this is from four to eleven, that they could possibly get that six seed and avoid the play-in. But I don't think they're a threat past the second round. I, I don't think so at all. I think that their time has come and gone. If you ask me. Um, it was cool to, like, kind of, you know, I really think that they was going to save face as much as possible for LeBron after he just broke this record. That's exactly how I feel. But at the end of the day, I don't think that they would watch this guy have this type of career season and uh, watch it all be pushed by the wayside at the end of the day. But um, And another thing about you saying Anthony Davis playing a back-to-back, they got to break this streak somehow, some way, especially while they're approaching the playoffs. The Clippers have won 10 straight. That means this is a three-year streak right now that they've been losing yep. to the team on the other side of the hallway. So it's like this has to mean something while they approach the postseason. And to ice the cake, Russell's wearing red, white, and blue in L.A. So it's like we definitely can't lose to them. We have we have been 16-8 and eight since the trade of Russell Westbrook going through in the past 24 games. So they've been playing better without him. And what would it be better if Russ was – the 11th win going into the playoffs, the Clippers having the better record than the Lakers, especially where I think the Clippers are the sixth seed, so they're really fighting for that spot. So everything is on the line at Crypto.com. And this is what I'm telling you, man. I love football to death. I love football. But it ain't nothing like basketball. It ain't. Look at what's going on right now where the Clippers, you wouldn't think the Clippers would be the leg-up team in L.A. They are right now. And they they hanging yeah. on to LeBron. I'm hoping LeBron can save the Lakers. And they are – uh, proving that LeBron could carry them, but now they got to get over the big bad wolf of the neighborhood right now. So they got to bully the bully right now. That's why AD's playing. They know what it's about. They got to try and at least help somewhat close out LeBron's career on a good note because the past couple of seasons it hasn't been like that. So the battle of LA is today. Yeah, they have to. I don't want to hear it like from AD. You better play back to backs every game you can play because every game is important right now. That crap with him not playing with I think it was a week ago in um in Houston. 
nah, man, every game's a playoff game at this point, so you need to get it together. Uh, I mean, Dave, do you, do you think the Lakers are a threat in the West? If you're there, you're on mute. I think he's on mute. Uh, we'll see. Um, I'm here. You guys talking about the Lakers? There so, you go. I'm, so I was, I was just talking about how excited I am about this game. So, the as, as Barry, I know you know, we're so excited about basketball this year, and and I'm really excited about this Lakers Clippers game tonight. As a Knicks fan, as someone who doesn't even really pay that much attention to West Coast NBA basketball. I'm super excited about this game. They got the same record going into this game. I think I saw somewhere on social media earlier today, I don't. I think this is, that's like the first time this has ever happened with them or something, or like one of the few times that's ever happened that they've played each other with the same record. You know, they play each other all the time, so that's a crazy thing. That's a crazy, like, sports stat. And I just think it's exciting. Um, I'm rooting for LeBron. You guys know I've said it over and over on your show. I love LeBron. I've loved him more and more over the years. I root for him all the time, and uh, I really want them to do well. I want them to beat the Grizzlies in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to see the Lakers do well, so – I'm 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 I want to watch this and I want to see the Lakers do well and beat the Clippers tonight, but we'll see what happens. I could I could completely disagree. I do not want to see them do well. I do not root for LeBron, and I would love for them to lose to the Clippers tonight because I'm a hater. I'm a villain, and that's what I do. <laughs> I, I hate 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 hate. Show some respect. I I'll show them respect, but I hope all the bad things happen to to you. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm you know the player haters ball. So uh, listen, no, nah, listen. I think they're dangerous because they have LeBron. If you have LeBron in a in a seven game series and it comes down to a six or seventh game and you got to face him, I don't think a lot of teams in the West would want that smoke. So uh, I think the Clippers, to TP's point, are their kryptonite. I think the Clippers just play better against them. Um, I don't see the Lakers beating the Suns in the series. I don't see them beating the Warriors at full strength. Wiggins is back. Well, he's back with the team. He's not playing yet, but they need him to get going. Um, I don't see him beating them, but I'll take the Lakers over practically any other team. Like, I think they can, I think they can beat the Nuggets. I think they could take the Grizzlies. I think they could take the, the Kings, obviously. So, um, there's just, those yeah, I just, I just that think I the think Nuggets. I think I think that the Nuggets. I, I know I said this before on, on I think it was on uh, the Sunday show, but I said this before. I think the Nuggets finally have what it takes this year to to do the thing. I think they got Murray back. I think Murray's dropping thirty a game every other game. Like like the Nuggets finally have the pieces in place. Um, so I think that's gonna be the the, the Lakers' biggest test. And honestly, I, I mean, because I mean, the Grizzlies. You think the Grizzlies are gonna stop the Lakers? No, the Grizzlies. Like the Grizzlies are fools' gold. I'm sorry. Like they, they, they and and everyone. Like I know I've said this before on on the Sports City Sex Show. The Cavs are fools. The Cavs have got some good defense. They, you know, Mobley got some shots, get some rebounds. Like they're, they're okay, but I think the Cavs are fools' gold too. I think that I think in the East, you know, they, the, the the Grizzlies remind me of the Cavs. Like they, 
They look good, but they're not going to last. Yeah, the Cavs are long. They're they have length, and they have they have the guy that we should have in in, in Donovan. But um, it's going to be that'll be a really good series, Knicks and uh, Cavs. I think the Knicks can can steal it. But if Randall isn't healthy, um, we got a problem. But um, listen, no, I gotta no, ask you, no question about that. No question about that. Yeah, absolutely. TV, I gotta ask you, what is more disappointing? for you right now? Is it the Kyrie Irving and Doncic Mavs, or is it the Hawks? Or if you just want to talk about how disappointing the Mavs are in general, go for it. Because Oh, I mean, it's got to be the Mavs. How could it not be the Mavs, Ty? Mm-hmm. Um, and let me unfortunately, ask, Ty sounds like I'm not. Oh, I was about to say, oh, Ty hung up. Oh, no, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, 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 it's not the Mavs to me because I feel like that pressure's on Luca, and now when does he face the cameras? When does he face the lights? Like all of the other big name superstars, megastars that don't have success, they got to answer questions. Look at how long LeBron had to answer the questions. Look at how long KD had to answer the questions. Why does Luca get the dodge bullets? Um, especially while he's been yeah. hurt. Last year he was hurt, and Jalen Brunson carried that team. Y'all got rid of Brunson after Brunson was carrying all through that Utah series, and then Luca came back and looked like Superman. Stop painting that narrative. That's bad because now he's not having fun playing basketball. He misses Jalen Brunson a lot and telling the cameras this. You're already causing division in that locker room. And now you're already talking about you want to get traded to the Thunder. It's like, wait, no, don't mess up what we trying to build here. Like, no, we, we don't need that right now. I don't, I don't, no, 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 sir, no. And, and you, Yo, you Luka, made it to the Western Conference Final last year. Becoming... You're, you're, Luca is fast hey, becoming hey, a crybaby loser. He's fast becoming a crybaby loser. Like real oh, he, fast. No, you said like, he's becoming. Yo, no, he's seriously. been crying. No, Luca's wait. Luca's been crying. Yeah. No, this this has been going and, on and for now a while. he's becoming a loser. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's becoming a crybaby loser real fast. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, it's, yeah, it's ugly. Right. It's real he's ugly. Been, he's, yeah. he's coddled. I, I don't want to say he's been because it's happening now. He's coddled. So he's used to exactly. getting away. Nobody. Nobody picks on him about it other than us because we purists. Like, we watch the game mm-hmm. at, at its entirety and know what we call it. M- meanwhile, there's other people out there that will be like, you know what, Luca get the leg up because we haven't seen a megastar of Caucasian yep. descent. Like, him and Jokic are carrying that torch right now. Other than that, there's mm-hmm. no American or Caucasian-American athlete in the NBA going crazy. The next one they probably hoping for is Chet. Chet is the next thing. All of the talent that are Caucasian descent are from Europe or South America or, or somewhere else is not here. So they, they, they're hanging on to that, trying to, you know, scream for dear life for Luca to save that situation when that ain't what it needs to be about. The basketball player for basketball player at the end of the day, and for him and Kyrie not to make it, and I read something today that's going to make this even more beautiful as of me using Barry tactics of being the villain right now. Mark Cuban just said <laughs> in a statement today that, he is re-signing Kyrie Irving. He don't want to lose him. He feels like they have a better shot next year with Kyrie and Luke. I saw that. And they, and, and they, and they wow. already don't play well together. They're losing more than they're winning on the floor. And you want to run How that back? No, that dude is not dumb. In your in your head, you better not ever say that again. Mark Cuban, it's not a dumb dude. Mark, you didn't hear no, that from me. Not. Nobody from sports. Nobody from Sports City condones that. <laughs> not me. Listen, Mark Cuban is a spokesman for my my company, so I'll never say that he's dumb. I'm sorry. No, I hear you. I'm just a guest. I'm just a guest on the show. 
I'm just a guest on the show, and, and Mr. Cuban, you're like, I worked for, and I still work for the Brooklyn Nets. You are going to sign Kyrie Irving? Are you nuts? Like, I yo, know, Mr. I know. Cuban, <laughs> listen to this broadcast. Listen to someone who worked in the same organization with your new employee, and please, mm-hmm. sir, don't do it. And that's all I have to say. They need a big in Dallas. It's not they guard play. Like, I don't get They got a whole yes. bunch of guards. They got a bunch of guards. And they brought JaVale McGee like he was the answer. JaVale is like a, a spark off the bench. He's not one of your bigs that you think is going to do this night by night. And um, as much as I love him because he got my last name, but Dwight Powell, like, he's a power forward that they got playing the five. He's undersized at the five. Like, <laughs> they get killed on the boards every game. If, if they miss, Dallas is in trouble. They don't defend either. None of them play defense. They gave their defense up to Finney Smith and them. They all left. So what you did upstairs, general manager, I, I don't know who their GM is right now, but they, they can't really put that all on Mark Cuban, even though people are quick to put it on the owner, but he doesn't pull the trigger in that office. Like so, He's a very active owner. He's not your average he's, owner. Yeah, he's, that, a, that, he's the face of the franchise. Yeah. He's the face. Right. So, Here's the so problem. With that being, no, go ahead. No, you say what you were going to say. No, I, I was going to so, go what, in, but go ahead. Oh, well, well, I'm, I'm going to get out of the way. So this is the thing that I don't think that's a good gesture by what Mark Cuban said now, especially approaching the postseason, because if Luca's already saying he won out now and you're already giving confidence to bring Kyrie back and knowing that Jason Kidd ain't even comfortable with this, saying that they playing like dog crap, you might lose more than just a player. You might lose the coach. You might lose all type of stuff. So I don't know. Jason Kidd wanted it to happen. I don't know how this turnaround happens. You're going to need a big to play solid ball with these guys. I, I just don't see it in Dallas, but they are making it interesting with the Kings tonight in Dallas, though. So, so stay tuned. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, you know, five games under 500, it's a disgrace. I think they're like eight and 16, something like that since the trade. Listen, and I, I TP, when you said coddled, I, 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 you heard me clapping in the background because I, Luka Doncic, first of all, this is not Kyrie's fault. For, for once in his life, this is not his fault. And I think re-signing him, while it, it, on the surface it is a mistake, I don't see it as a bad thing because guess what? This mess is Luka Doncic. You're the leader of this team, and you're proving to me that mm. you ain't a leader. You're not built for this. You're, you're, we don't believe you. We need more people. Like, dude, mm. this is your team, and you're talking about I'm not happy, I'm not, you know, having football, blah, blah. Dude, it's all good when you average in 30, 10, and 10, getting all the shots, dribble, 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 till two seconds left in the clock and doing your thing. Now you've got somebody to play with, the best player that you've played with in your career, and you're not making it work. Listen, we all say what we want, me and, and Heidi included, about uh, Porzingis. That wasn't Przingis' fault. Yeah, he wasn't on the yes, court, sir, but you had a good player. You. you had a good yes. player to play with, and you did not make it work, dude. Uh, this is your fault. You come into the season. Is the best player on the Wizards right now. The best player. Yeah, he's going right crazy now. in DC. He's going crazy after, in DC. After, like, after Bradley, that's terrible. Exactly after that's Bradley. Terrible. After Bradley, TP, you know just yeah. like I know. Yeah. This dude don't come in shape. This is the first year that he figured out, you know what, I need to get in shape so I can play a full season. You and The leader of the team, don't play defense. You don't defend. You can't, you can't.
to go in the refrigerator and get a snack. That's the only thing you garden is the snacks right you now. You guys are blaming okay? the wrong people, but, though. Villain, villain, you're blaming the wrong people, dude. You're, bra- you're blaming the no wrong I'm not. people. This, this, no, is, I'm not. this is the triangle. This is the triangle of teams, right? That were ruined. The two teams that were ruined. Or, or really, I wouldn't say the Phoenix has been ruined yet, but Phoenix traded away two of their best assets to the Brooklyn Nets, right? Yeah. Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges. Like, it, Phoenix doesn't even know how good Mikael Bridges was. And Brooklyn now knows. Brooklyn has not lost a, a shred of anything since that trade. They're in the same, they're in the same exact place, place standings in the East as they were since that trade. So they haven't lost anything since losing Kevin Durant, right? And and they gained a superstar in Macau Bridges, right? A superstar, a budding superstar. The one of the top ten players in the NBA since the trade ted deadline. And one of the literally the success stories of twenty twenty three, Macau Bridges, right? And then you got, mm-hmm. I'm going to hurt myself in the pregame, Kevin Durant, who's never on the court. So, so, wow. so, so Phoenix is, is Phoenix, right? And then you got Dallas, which we already talked about, right? So it's like, like it's not Luka. It's not Devin. Yes, Joker. it is. That yeah, team. dude, it's dude, I can't, I can't, I can't manager. accept that. I can't, mm-mm. I can't accept that, Dave. Listen, Phoenix hasn't lost with, with Kevin Durant in the lineup. I'm sorry. That's not the problem. Bro- Brooklyn has got, got full value for that trade, and good for them, because Mikel Bridges, to your point, is a budding superstar. And they already had Cam Johnson. I like what the Nets are doing. But, listen, Luka Doncic. This team has been a problem no, ever since had he Cam got there. They, they traded for Cam Johnson. Yeah, exactly. They already had but Cam dude, Thomas. This Mavericks team is flawed because their leader is a lazy, selfish player. He, listen, I'm he sorry. Is. I don't care. I don't care what anybody thinks that I'm hating. I don't care. The problem is Luka. This is his problem. He is. He's no, no, but it's, no, you're right. You're, he you're right. But he, villain, he doesn't villain, you're right. He doesn't come in shape. He he's if he has showed an ounce of care, this team would be better than what it is. You, no, he, you're he right about him. You're right about him, but the thing is, he didn't ruin their team. Dinwiddie is one of the best. Spencer Dinwiddie is one of the best players in the Brooklyn Nets right now. He's not on the mm-hmm. friggin' Mavericks right now. Jalen Brunson is one of the best players in the Eastern Conference right now. He's not on the friggin' Mavs right now. It's not Luka's fault that the Mavs suck. Kyrie Irving is an upgrade over Jalen Brunson. Kyrie Irving is an upgrade over Jalen Brunson. Those two players are a wash. Those two players no, are a not, not. I Jaylen disagree. Brunson, I love you. Jaylen I love you, Brunson, I disagree. Jaylen I said Brunson that, is not I a said that before. He's not a defender. Jalen Brunson is before, a terrific scorer. He's not a defender. Before Kyrie Irving went to the net, before Kyrie Irving went to the net, I said, forget that dude. When he was on Boston, I said, forget that dude. I don't want him. He's a freaking pain in the neck. He's a he's he's locker room cancer. Keep him out of Madison Square Garden. I said that 
before he even went to the Nets. And I've always wanted Jalen Brunson, so I couldn't disagree with that statement more. That, but, that, but here's that the Kyrie Irving is deal. an upgrade did, from Jalen Brunson. He, he might is, be a more a talented player. player. He, he might yeah, be he's a, he might be a more talented a, player, but he is not an upgrade. Yes, he is because he's the same type no, of player. They both not don't play. They, they don't. They both don't play defense. They're both shooting, scoring point guards. That's what they are. So you treat – listen, Brunson I would rather have than Kyrie Irving. I agree with you. But Brunson and, Ky- and Kyrie serve the same purpose on that Mavs team. They're a ball-handling guard that can take the scoring load off of Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic hasn't figured it out. That's the problem. I'm sorry. Listen, the dude – this is your team. And you're out here talking about it's not fun. What are you talking about, my dude? That Listen. It's never been held accountable for anything in this league. Nothing. It's time for to him to start being held accountable because you got all the numbers. Yeah, totally. You put up all these stats, and you got one Eastern Western Conference appearance. That's it. I'm I sorry, agree man. I he's agree got, with that. He's out here arguing with officials, getting the technical. Yeah. You know, they have, they had to appeal it because he would get suspended. You know, crying and, and doing all this stuff, like, dude. You're the leader of the team. You're getting stupid technical fouls. You know, I'm sorry. This is I, I agree Kyrie with that, Irving Bill, has but, but not been the problem. I, and, but hold on. Hey, but if you're Kyrie trying, Irving Bill, has not been me, the problem. Dude, if you're trying to tell me no. Dallas Mavericks Kyrie Irving is better than Nick Jalen Brunson, I'll laugh. If you're telling me that Cleveland no, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you Kyrie Irving is Kyrie Irving is a better player than Jalen Brunson. That's what I'm. No, hold on. I'm telling you Kyrie Irving is a better player than Jalen Brunson. He is. He's more talented. Yeah, see, I don't know about that right now. They serve the same purpose. TP break the tie. I don't know about that right now. Talented wise, I, I, maybe yes. I get it. But talented wise, a lot of guys look, look, are better. Both of you have valid points. Both of you have valid points. Y'all both are right. I agree that in Dave's sense that right now to a team, Jalen Brunson is more valuable than Kyrie is. But player for Absolutely. player, like attribute to attribute, Kyrie will murder Jalen Brunson. Like there's no way Jalen Brunson is a better player than Kyrie, but meaningful to a team, Brunson is the a key more than Kyrie is because Kyrie is more Luka-ish, or Luka is more Kyrie-ish, shall I say, because Kyrie's been in the league longer. Mm-hmm. So these guys are ball-dominant guards. I don't know how the hell Jason Kidd's supposed to make it work when he was a distributor. He wasn't a scoring guard. So in knowing that he knows the point guard position, I work for the Nets, dude. Like, what are you basing this on? You know how many times I, no, I no, operated in Nets games? You know what I'm talking about? In this game where Kyrie Irving played like crap? Like, yo, no, Brunson doesn't have as many Dave, bad games as Kyrie Irving does. No, we're not. We're, <laughs> I'm know, not arguing like, that. Dave, 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 hang on a sec. I'm not arguing the fact that Jalen Brunson this year but you is a better player. No, 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 no. I'm saying Kyrie Irving, talent-wise, is a better player than Jalen Brunson. He is. You can't argue that. You can't tell me that. At He's an peak? all-star. Jalen Brunson wasn't. Here's the deal. On this, on, hold on, hold on. On this Mavs team, Jalen Brunson last year was a scoring point guard in the playoffs that took the ball out of Luka's hands 
And he was the reason that they got past the Suns and got where they were. That's what it was. So you take Jalen Brunson and you upgrade that position with Kyrie Irving. It should be an improvement because Kyrie is a more talented scorer. Kyrie's one of the best scoring like point guards we've seen in a long yeah, they time. Use, they also Are traded their backup point guard. They also traded their, the their utility small forward shooting guard. They also, I mean, I mean, you know, they, they had That's to trade. The and I know what you're saying you're saying is, oh, they had to trade that much to get Kyrie Irving. It's like, but what I'm saying to right. you is, they traded for a guy that that has multiple terrible games a season. Like you're talking about a dude who's yeah established as when he was Cleveland Kyrie Irving, who won the NBA championship, but in my opinion is completely overrated is an overrated basketball player, right? Yes, physically talented. He's as physically talented as anybody who plays the game. Absolutely. He's the best dribbler, ball handler in the frigging game of basketball. No question. He's one of the best shooters in the game of basketball. But overall, he's nowhere near the top. Like, not anymore. Maybe in, when he was at Cleveland, maybe when he won the title – where he only did because he was playing with LeBron James. And it's like, and now everyone wants to still act like he's still that same guy. It's like, yeah, maybe he still has that talent, but it's not just like, you know, if it was all about just who has the most talent, then, then a lot of other people would be the greatest player of all time. But that's not how it yeah, works. Yeah, but, that, but that's, not, that's not what I'm It's about who does it when it counts. That's not what I'm arguing. Your point is valid that they gutted the team wing defenders that they had last year that they don't have this year to get Kyrie Irving. That's a valid point. I agree with you. That's part of the problem. Dallas's defense is horrific. That's the point. Well, look at what, what he I'm does. What does he do? He does nothing. Kyrie Irving does but nothing. What? He does nothing no. for them. He, like, he's, every he's once in a while, he, he'll drop 30-some points. Then the next game, he drops 17 with six assists. It's like, yo, but yo, here's, Mc, but Mc, here's Mc, the Mc, not, never plays that bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, but wait Mc, a minute, wait a minute. I understand what you're trying to say, but what I am saying is Kyrie Irving is the most talented player Luka has played with. Period. I don't care. This year versus last, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't think the so. The problem, I, I, maybe, I think so. Maybe if Luka played with, with Cleveland Kyrie, it would be true. But it's not it, – Kyrie right now is, is not better than, than Brunson last here, year. You could, we could argue this until we're blue in the face, and I'm not going to do it. But here's the problem. Cancer that was in Brooklyn is not in Dallas, okay? I, I, you had the one incident, maybe he throwing the fan out, whatever, but he hasn't been a problem in, in, in Dallas. That's not the problem. Kyrie Irving hasn't been the problem. The problem, I'm telling you, is Luca. The problem is this guy. I, I agree with that. He, he needs to be held that. accountable. I'm, I'm tired yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah. He was a preseason. He was a preseason darling to get the MVP. This team was supposed to take a leap forward. They were average before they made the trade. I'm sorry. I, mean, I agree with that. Luka, I think they're both. So I think Luka, they're both overrated, villain. I think they're both overrated. You know what I mean? So I agree with that completely. Luka I think, Luka I think Luka they're Cubs, both man, completely but... overrated. I think that their record and their team right now is just absolute proof of it, and I love it. I, I mean, listen, I like his cockiness, but the but it's like it gets to the point where, like, dude, we need to like focus on the fact that you ain't winning. 
right now. And and that's the problem with me. And they, if Dallas wants to re-sign Kyrie, go for it. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't care. They might as well because they traded the farm to get him. They can't just trade the farm to get him and then let him walk. That's bad business right there, right? So, in my opinion, Luca needs to figure it out. Kyrie that needs to figure it out. It's Luca that needs to figure it out. TP, I'll, I'll let you clean this up. I love this. I love this. This is like Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese right now. I love this. This is beautiful. Um, you bo- both are right. You both are right. At the end of the day, um, I agree with Barry because, look, Dave, you said it yourself. Look at Porzingis now in D.C. He's playing well, being away mm. from Luka while Porzingis was the scapegoat. So you mean to tell me the yeah. player that they were bringing to you, whether it was Brunson, whether it was Dinwiddie, whether it was Porzingis, none of these guys worked. Now you got Kyrie here who has NBA Finals experience, has been to the Eastern Conference Finals a couple times, been to the Finals a couple times. I mean, he just was there recently two years ago up against Giannis, and, and them, if, if he didn't sprain his ankle, they would have beat the Bucks. They'd have beat the Bucks, and, and I, I don't think Brunson, Brunson's been there last year. Like, that was his first little taste of it um, regarding any injury that Kyrie had at this point in time. So Luka's going to have to figure out how to make these teammates work other than waiting till the clock gets to seven. If somebody's playing good defense on you and it gets to three, you pass it to somebody for a corner three to just shoot it and they just touch the ball. Watch you dribble the ball, skin off of it, and, well, 12 seconds of you dribbling it. It's like, come on. like So Luka's going to have to be able to play team ball. I understand his dynamic is he's bigger than a lot of guards that are defending him. He could bully ball him down in the lane. He could get to the, the uh, paint and get any shot he wants. He could do the step back three. This is what makes Luka remarkable. But at the end of the day, is not winning basketball. This is almost like the culture of Kobe Bryant uh, after 2004. So 2005, 2006, mm-hmm. 2007, when Shaq left, the Lakers were terrible, and Kobe thought, well, let me get more shots of the Shaq out the way. This is what I want. Phil ain't in the way. It's all about me. They were losing. And even though he had a good average per game, he still didn't even get MVP. So no matter how it looked for Luka, Luka was preseason MVP at the beginning of the season. He's not there any longer, and he's in the 11th seed begging for his life to at least win this game so they could tie for 10th with the Thunder right now. And this is as we speak at this moment. So Luka does have to figure this out, but I get it. The dynamic of Brunson being on that team was huge for that team last year. I don't know what management was thinking and, and Jason Kidd thinking that he wanted him to leave, so on and so forth. Because uh, I don't, I don't even feel like Kyrie's comfortable there. But I'm not saying Kyrie. I mean, I'm not saying Brunson's more talented than Kyrie. But again, like I said, Brunson is a, a more valuable player to these organizations around the league than what Kyrie is. If, if Kyrie could just change his ways, he, he got to take the mirror out of his out of his life. He got to. He can't. He can't beat his narcissist all day long. He got to change his ways too. But but definitely, Luca. Luca's the face of Dallas. Definitely. Yeah, Brunson was a better fit in Dallas. I agree with Dave. Brunson was a better fit. But it let Cuban tell it, they didn't even have a shot to sign him. And I, I believe that because we all knew before the playoffs ended that Brunson was going to be a Nick. It was just a matter of when and how much. In the NBA, and, and, in, in the NBA, there's a pandemic that's happened that everyone has forgotten what makes a team. Everyone has forgotten a team dynamics. Like, like what happens – when a team comes together and wins a championship, like 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 the one that we've had in you know recent memory, obviously the Warriors. That's the one team that like mm-hmm. 
got a nice solid like core team, like with role players and stuff like that. Like like people don't understand that anymore. It's like they're just like, oh, we just gotta get this player and that player, and I gotta get this player and this player. It's like, no, 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 it's not about that. And that's why I'm so excited about our Knicks, my villain, because we have got that we've got that understood right now. We went out, we got Brunson, we got Josh Hart, like we got the pieces that make the Uh team. That's what you need. That's the most important thing. That's what the Cavs had back in the day. That's what a lot of successful teams, sometimes teams just do have the best players, and that's why they win. But sometimes they have a great team. You know, every year is a different story. Yeah, I mean, I I would love the Knicks to at least get to the second round. I don't know. Cleveland's going to be a tough one, but the pieces fit. I I just want to – I sent a message – Today and 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 um, to to um, one of the one of the guys that's usually on SMY, um, and he he responded to it too, um, you know, C, I think it's, uh, CP uh, franchise. But um, where's the hate for for Tibbs? Everybody wanted him fired. Knicks fans wanted Tibbs fired. Where's that energy? You know what I mean? So it's kind of crazy to me. Um, To me, it's the same thing I said, but but just to to talk on that, because you asked there, villain, like, to to talk on that, because I've said this same thing, and I haven't changed my tune so much from what I've said on these same airways with you guys. It's the same thing for me with him. Like, Leon Rose saved you, bro. Like, Leon Rose saved you. If it wasn't for Leon Rose, you got nothing. He brought everything to the Knicks right now. And and what the one thing, the one thing that that coach can say is that oh he redu- he reduced the the he, he reduced the, the the roster you know what I'm saying he cut down he cut down the the roster and it's like I get that it's like oh oh that that's an executive decision whatever but it's like you know I and and I and I kind of agree with the fact that I think Deuce should have lost some minutes I think he he played well in the G League and he. He got his shot, and I think he, he lost his shot. It's like, dude, he played okay. He's good enough for some teams. Like, but when you got quickly, when you got Brunson, you know, like, you, you can't be playing a lot of guys. You know, he can't be, you can't be getting that many minutes when you got, when you got guys that need, that need to play. You know, it, it is what it is, you know. But that being said, I think that, like, signing Brunson and trading for Hart is, is, is what, is, is what's what right now. So for, for people to be gushing about Tibbs, it's like, wait, so so what? Like, what? oh, because because we play pretty good defense? Like, we're not an, an incredibly, like, impressive defensive team like we were two years ago. Like, two years ago we were that. You know what I'm saying? We're not that this year. So so if you're – so that's not it. So like, what is it like? Like when I when someone wants to tell me like, oh, it's Tibbs, Tibbs, this, and like I want I want them to tell me like, well, what is it that Tibbs does? Because to me, it's Leon. No, I mean, listen. There's only five players from um, the team that went to the playoffs against the Hawks two years ago. But all I'm saying is, early in the season, Knicks fans wanted Tibbs fired. You know, and and now you know we're we're in the playoffs. And uh, about to, be, I think we locked down that five seed, and, and nobody's complaining about tips. You know what I mean? Just kind of with the same energy with Randall, even though I would still trade him. 
Well, I mean, you know, it was that same energy as well. So, you know, listen, give, just give props where it, it just deserved. Listen, Rose, yeah, he, he rebuilt the roster. He traded for Hart. You know, he got um, Hart and signed in here, which is a great uh, under un, on the low sign that we, everybody complained about in the off season because it wasn't the big splashy name. Brunson obviously was the bigger splash. Um, you know, listen, there's a lot of questions. Listen, Jr. Jr. Um, I mean, R.J. Barrett's got to prove out that contract because we gave you a contract instead of trading for uh, Donovan Mitchell. You got to prove that that you're deserving of that. And he's kind of had an up and down year. Quickly should be in the running for sixth man of the year. He's having an incredible season. So, um, that 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 draft pick uh, is coming to fruition. Keeping him was the right right decision. Um, so there's a lot, but listen, I'm happy where we are. Uh, we could still use another star. Uh, I wish we had Donovan. Oh, God, I wish we had Donovan. Yo, okay, you're telling me, that when you, when you said that, like, oh, man, you know how, you know, I have dreams about trading Julius Randle and getting Jalen Brown somehow. Oh, my God. <laughs> you said that to me before, and I'm like, dude, it's not going to happen. Like, it's not, the, 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 if, if I could just figure it out this year. Especially if they figure it out this year, though. I I just feel like the Celtics would not give up on that kid. I I don't see how they. No, he's a. Isn't he a free agent next year? Mm, I don't know. TP is he a free agent? I don't know. I know. I I was watching something that said his projected salary that he would get from the Celtics. I think they're looking at a two hundred eighty-seven million dollar contract. Yo, and he hates and he hates Boston. He hates Boston. They're looking to try to dump him a you Um, 
it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I, 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 I can't wait. I really, I'm just like giddy. I can't wait. Um, I want to check that score before we get out of here. Dallas did win. It's not good for the Lakers right now. Dallas did get that dub against the Kings, so good for them. Okay. Um, so they they won by four. Um, yeah, Lakers are down by twelve. Um, all of a sudden, uh, Westbrook started hitting shots. So, you know, it's weird. But um, do you think? Man, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's all good. But uh, Dave, thank you for coming in. Um, you know, it's always a pleasure. I haven't done a show with you in a while, so give us a shout out as we get out of here. Was that for me, yo? I, I'm just, I just love listening to you guys. You guys are the best. Thank you for uh, for your time and, uh, yep, love you guys. I love it. I love it. Even though we disagree on on Kyrie, I, I still love you, my brother. I still got love for Dave. That's my boy. So, um, listen, TP, always a pleasure doing a show with you, man. I love doing a show with you, man. Rocking since the, since the day one. Um, listen. Get to the website, get to the to the blogs, all that stuff. We're always doing shows, um, having a lot of fun doing it as well. Um, fun show with you guys. Uh, you know, we'll be back at it uh, next week. TP's got his show on Sunday, the Sunday brunch. Make sure you listen to that. I don't know if you're doing it. It's Easter. No, I don't know if you're doing it. Yeah, we should be good. But if Easter, you are, Easter morning, I should be good morning. I should be good morning Easter morning, man. But I, I know I'm, Barry I'm going to be at MSG. I'm going to be at MSG. I'll try to. I'll try to call Barry in from Magic Johnson if I can't. Barry wanted, to, Barry wanted to talk about the commander's deal with Magic Johnson. I missed that. He didn't get that one in. And there's also uh, another one. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a, hold on, hold on, back, back, because you're you up here already trying to clean up, and I still got stuff on the grill. But here go the crazy stuff. As much as I don't support this division, it's a sad day in baseball in the AL West, especially for the Oakland Athletics. Uh, my father used to like the A's, well, partially, but he's more a Yankee fan. But um, the Oakland A's, as of a game or two ago, had so many fans in the stands that 11 minor league teams had more fans at their game than the professional Oakland athletics. Nobody cares about them, but they want them to stay in Oakland. And they're trying to come to Vegas or find a new city to support them. This is terrible. They had 3,407 people at the stadium. There were 11 more minor league stadiums in America that had more people in their stands on that given day than the Oakland A's. I feel horrible, especially if the A's start winning. If they start winning, they don't even come there. Just leave them just like that. Let them play how they're playing and let them get out of that town because Vegas is getting everything over there. If you don't want to play in Cali, they're going to right to Las Vegas, and Las Vegas is getting bigger and bigger every day. So, Oakland, I'm, I'm <laughs> with you, partially as much as I can, but this is a sad day for you guys. Once, once I've seen that number, I, I was like, that's incredible. It sucks because you want them to stay in Oakland, but there's no justification for them because they can't get a stadium built. Nobody's on a why, for what. Nobody comes. You know, you know what I mean? It's like the chicken or the egg right. argument. So, um you know, I guess Vegas is like Shug Knight. If you if you want a home for your sports team, 
come to death row. Come to Vegas. So, right. so I wouldn't be surprised if they they build a dome out there and get a baseball team. You know what I mean? Las Las Vegas A's might, might as well. Um, it's sad because Oakland should keep that team, but I don't see any way that. Why? How can you? TP, give me your thoughts. I love Magic Johnson and his team, his ownership group, uh, being able to they put a bid in. I think for six billion plus. To, to get the commanders, there's another bid from a Cal, uh, Canada uh, owner as well to to, to get them. I think probably by May you're gonna get the you're probably gonna get something voted on in May. I hope it's Magic Johnson and his group. TV talk about it real quick. Yeah, get out of here. Um, I really hope Magic can pull that out. Well, it, it, I think the investor is with Magic, the guy out of Canada. Like Magic and the guy are together trying to get that team, whatever they can do to get Snyder out of there, to get this black cloud out of that area and bring that, you know, restoration that Chocolate City needs and get the commanders to play decent in that NFC East would be something incredible because they have the good pieces there. They just need a quarterback and the right people upstairs to pull the trigger and, and got to get them out of FedEx field. I mean, I went to FedEx field one time. It wasn't bad when I was there, but just to hear everybody tell me about the conditions and, I was not safe. I, I just feel bad for the organization together. And y'all both know the reason why my father was a diehard at the time. Commanders, and I don't even want to say it how they, you know, how it was when he was around. But, you know, so I, I watch them on a, every, you know, so often, or not even so often, week by week basis to see what they're going to do. And um, if Magic can pull it out, hopefully we can see the turnaround in a two to four year span. But who knows what type of hardball these owners and people that'll make the sale go down and what Snyder ends up doing in the long run. That, that's just how I feel about that situation. So hopefully Magic can get it done. Magic has his hands in everything from the Dodgers to now football, of course, still around the league organization one way or another. The guy's incredible. Yeah, so Magic's with Joe Harris. Harris is um, – Josh Harris, I'm sorry. He's the he's owner of the Sixers, so he's on that group. Then there's another guy in Canada I can't – Say it's an apostle. Steve is a billionaire. Steve Apostolosis, something like that. I sorry if I butchered it. I apologize, uh, but you know he's the he's the other bid. So I hope Magic gets it. You know what I mean? Black owners in the NFL. That's nothing but a good thing. Nothing but a good thing. So I hope that works out. TP, get us out of here, bro. For City Chefs, check us out all throughout the week. Uh, Chandler and Mike should be back at it tomorrow. I'll be out of Easter morning uh, getting us right and ready. Shout out to everybody for a good Friday. Be safe throughout this uh, holiday weekend. Playoffs are coming around in the NBA. March was mad as ever, and April is stunning. The birthday boy's birthday is coming up in about two weeks around Earth Day. Shout out to Dave coming through with the kitchen. That is it for real. On that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. Sports City, Sports City, Chefs, Chefs, Sports City, Sports City, Chefs, Chefs, Sports City, Sports City, Chefs, Sports City, Sports City, Chefs, Kaboom, Sports City, Chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon, they well in tune, blown like a flower in June, Superman verse, MF Doom, the clouds loom, so tell a friend it's the Sports City, Chefs again, pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Uh-huh.